0: Evening Edition is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a beautiful website for your next project. With hundreds of customizable settings, including fonts, colors, and sizes, every Squarespace site can be made to look unique with just a few clicks.
1: It all starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name with a year's purchase. Start your free trial and get 10% off all plans by going to squarespace.com and using the offer code EE8.
0: Welcome to Evening Edition for Tuesday, August 13th. Here are some of today's headlines. Egyptian police clash with pro-Morsi protesters in Cairo.
1: In Nigeria, gunmen kill 44 people during prayers in a mosque.
0: President Obama names Director of National Intelligence James Clapper to oversee the upcoming review of the NSA.
1: A measles epidemic in the Central African Republic is the latest threat against children there.
0: And former Cuban leader Fidel Castro celebrates a low-key 87th birthday.
1: In today's news, Egyptian police moved in to disperse a protest in Cairo with tear gas. The protesters were supporters of toppled President Mohamed Morsi, and they had marched in part because the interim leadership had appointed a number of army officers as local governors. Local residents who supported the current leadership threw bottles and stones at the protesters from nearby balconies. Meanwhile, Nobel laureate Tawakul Karman, the first Arab woman to receive the prize, called the army's overthrow of Morsi a death knell for the Arab Spring. She said, quote, the first emerging democracy in Egypt's history, and the first in the region since the Arab Spring, is quickly being dismantled.
0: Suspected Islamic militants wearing Nigerian army uniforms killed 44 people during prayers at a mosque in northern Nigeria today. A state of emergency had been in place in the region due to similar attacks for the last three months. While no organization has officially claimed responsibility for the attack, The Islamist group Boko Haram is the most likely culprit. The attack is believed to have been a revenge strike against citizens for their cooperation in identifying members of the group to local authorities. Separately, Boko Haram leader Abu Bakr Shekau claimed responsibility for other recent attacks and challenged world leaders to target him. In a video released to journalists yesterday, the militant leader laid out a challenge to President Obama, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in French President Francois Hollande, quote, they are no match for me. End quote.
1: Last week, President Obama announced a series of reforms and additional oversight to the government's surveillance practices, including establishing an independent advisory group of industry experts. Now, the independence of that group is coming into question, because James Clapper, the Director of National Intelligence, has been put in charge of assembling and overseeing the panel. Clapper has been a contested figure at the center of the continuing controversy over government surveillance. In March, he testified before Congress that the NSA does not willingly collect any type of data on millions of Americans. A leaked court order, as well as documentation provided by whistleblower Edward Snowden, contradicted that claim. Clapper later said he quote, simply didn't think of that data collection, end quote. A bipartisan congressional group has called for his resignation.
0: In early July, Doctors Without Borders warned that the Central African Republic was on the brink of a public health catastrophe, as rebels had systematically plundered what little health infrastructure the country had in place. A spokesman for another aid organization, Save the Children, described it as, quote, an almost complete destruction of the existing health system. End quote. As the local healthcare infrastructure is collapsed, a measles epidemic is now spreading across the country. Children are at greater risk than adults, and 1.5 million children there have not been vaccinated against the virus. Ongoing violence and clashes have led to more than 100,000 children fleeing their homes. Many of them now suffer from malnutrition and malaria, as well as the specter of sexual abuse at the hands of militants.
1: And finally, former Cuban leader Fidel Castro turned 87 today. He is now largely out of the public eye, and the only event planned was a low-key choral concert in Havana. As his health deteriorated in recent years, Castro ceded the presidency, first temporarily and then permanently, to his younger brother, 82-year-old Raul Castro. Fidel Castro now lives in the outskirts of Havana, and those who have seen him on his occasional walk say he's lucid and he seems to be in good shape, despite numerous surgeries. One worker who recently met him told Reuters quote he was old but the same old Fidel asking questions citing statistics from last year and before shuffling around chuckling and talking with everyone his mind was still amazing Miranda Mulligan is evening editions editor in chief our team of writers includes Julia Holloman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendoza, and Celine Muzon. Go to muleradio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at evening-edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff.
0: And I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us.